Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola oyentes, bienvenidos al episodio 154. Welcome to episode 144 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. This week, I had the pleasure of hosting a workshop on the five simple steps to conversational fluency. Now, this time of year, a lot of people are setting new goals or maybe even have already begun to slack off at the goals they set at the beginning of the year. Uh, but I was really excited to host this workshop to give a clear path to conversational fluency so you know exactly what to focus on to get there. Now, if you missed the workshop, I will be sharing with you at the end of the episode how you can catch the replay. It will only be available for this week. So if you're listening to this after January 2022, lo siento, I'm sorry, the workshop is no longer available, but make sure you sign up on our list so that you will be notified of uh, the next time we have a live event. Uh, but before our workshop began, as we kicked off, I asked everyone who was planning to attend what was keeping them from becoming fluent in Spanish. And the majority mentioned that, you know, I'm just not consistent. You know, I start, I stop, I, you know, speak here and there, but I don't have a consistent habit of incorporating Spanish into my life. So in the workshop, we talked about how consistency really is the key to successfully reaching conversational fluency in Spanish. So in this episode of the podcast, I decided I would share with you a small excerpt from that workshop. 
So even if you didn't get the full live experience, uh, you'll get to hear a little bit of what uh, the attendees got to hear in the workshop, Five Simple Steps to Conversational Fluency. Uh, in this part of the workshop, I'm talking specifically about the five C's that will guarantee that you'll stay consistent so you can finally speak Spanish with confidence. I hope you enjoy this episode and this excerpt from the workshop. So we're going to talk about the things that are important to be consistent at, not just consistency for consistency's sake. All right. So the first thing that helps you stay consistent is clarity. Having a clear goal is essential to reaching fluency. And how this really helped me was that, you know, I was kind of all over the place when I started learning Spanish. I was overwhelmed. You should see my desktop of like, this was back in the day, right? Like we would go to the library and get CDs and you could like sort of burn them to your iTunes or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'm aging myself, dating myself. But, um, you know, like I just got everything. I just went to the library. I was like, it says Spanish. Like I'm hoarding it. And I just had stuff. And then maybe one day I'd feel like and I'd go through it and I go, oh, yeah, I learned a little bit about this one random grammar thing because I was thinking about it today. And then I would just move on. But really, it wasn't until I found a language coach myself that I really got the clarity of focusing on one thing at a time. And that focus really did help me make a lot of progress a lot quicker. And in fact, in 90 days, I was able to have a conversation, a 30 minute conversation with a native speaker after before that I was kind of just waffling around and learning things. So clarity is super important. And coaching is really what helped me get that clarity around um, my goals and even to start setting goals when it came to language, because I was used to achieving goals in other areas of my life, but I hadn't applied it to learning Spanish. The second thing is conversation, you know, and I know this might sound basic because we're like, oh, conversational fluency. But how many people say they want to have conversations in Spanish? And you say, well, when's the last time you had a conversation? Like, oh, well, I haven't yet because I want to be able to have a conversation. You're like, OK, but the only way to be able to have a conversation is to start practicing conversations. Right. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, even if you just start with the, the couple words that, you know, even if you only know, hola, como estas? Estoy bien, gracias. Y tú? That's somewhere you start with that and you build on it, but you have to be willing to start having those conversations Uh, and something that I did to sort of force myself uh, into talking and not just learning vocabulary and grammar and kind of making it this personal goal of mine that I did in my room by myself. I started joining meetup groups. There's a site called meetup.com and um, in the before times, which this picture is from, because as you can see, we're not wearing masks. I signed up for a meetup group, and this is actually a meetup group for Latina businesswomen that was in my community. And even though I'm not Latina, contrary to popular belief, um, I just like kind of crashed the meetup. I was like, I'm just going to see if they let me join. Right. <laughs> and they were really nice. I told them, I was like, look, I'm from the U.S., but, you know, learning Spanish. I'm I, like just kind of here to learn and practice. And they're like, oh, fine. And they just started speaking to me in Spanish 100 percent. They didn't give me a pass of like she's a language learner because everyone in the group spoke Spanish. So it would, be, it would have been weird, right, for them to switch to English to talk to me. So I actually made myself uncomfortable by putting myself in situations where I was forced to have a conversation. Uh, and that also helped me be consistent because these are people around me. They're talking to me like I can't just ignore them and turn around. That'd be awkward. Right. <laughs> so I put myself in these situations uh, and I would go to these meetup groups on a regular basis, at least once a month. Uh, and so that kept conversation consistent. Uh, so that's just kind of one way that I applied it in my own language learning. Uh, And then Andrea is one of our members. She joined uh, about a year ago and 
she had been studying Spanish for like over a decade and she had been traveling. She'd actually lived abroad in a couple places. Uh, she actually uh, came and talked about this a lot more on the podcast. You can always go back and like search for her name if you want to hear her full story. It's really powerful. But she said it really wasn't until she joined our program that she committed to speaking Spanish on a weekly basis. And she said she saw more progress with that regular speaking commitment than she did in 10 years of moving abroad, trying these different programs, learning here and there, um, spending three months in one country, coming back and taking a class here or there. She committed and she's she's has been um, speaking Spanish on a weekly basis. And she was her her like ability to communicate fluently just skyrocketed from making that commitment to a consistent conversation practice. So it really is important, no matter how much Spanish you have in your head. The third thing is connection. You've got to find a way to connect to the language and the culture that's not just, oh, I want to learn this, this language, right? Like it's uh, separate from your life, right? It's a foreign language. It's over here. You've got to bring it in here and make it a part of you and a part of your life. Um, this is how you make that connection so that you don't feel like you're studying something that's outside of you and you're not forcing it. Oh, I've got to go now, you know, take time out of my day to go and study Spanish, right? Versus if you have a real connection to the language, to the culture, then it'll become more natural. It'll become a part of your life on a consistent basis. So for me, I just became obsessed with Latin music and dance. <laughs> so that just meant, meant Spanish was a natural part of my life. I would go out socially. The music that was playing was in Spanish. I'd be dancing to Spanish music, even though I can't sing. So please don't ask me. <laughs> but I, I'd be that person. I'd be singing while I'm dancing. And people would look at me and they'd get confused because they were like, well, she's not Latina. OK, but she's kind of singing. And they would just ask me, like, well, where are you from? De donde eres? And I'm like, soy de Estados Unidos. I'm from the U.S. They're like, pero habla español. <laughs> I'm like, see? So like, it's just one of those things, right? It was just natural for me because it was just what I loved. So I didn't feel like Spanish was this thing I had to go and achieve. It just became part of my life. Even to the point where my family would joke and say, Tamara thinks she's Spanish, whatever that means, but whatever. Got to ignore the haters. Um, <laughs> but I had that natural uh, connection. So it wasn't so hard to be consistent because I would go out dancing like every weekend. Um, so in that little picture there, this was actually a salsa Congress. So for those of you who are familiar with Latin dance, it's like a dance festival. Uh, and this was actually the first time I did a performance on a stage. Wow. And I don't, and I'm not a professional dancer. So it's, it was a student, we called it a student dance team, but it was still a lot of fun. Uh, and that was our little crew there. And we all performed, uh, this routine, um, it was a salsa routine. It was more like a mambo. So it was a lot of fun. But this was just my life. So it wasn't like I'm trying to like learn Spanish. It was just something that I did. And number four is commitment. So like I mentioned in Andrea's story, she had to commit to speaking Spanish every week. So one thing that you can do to really get in touch with your, your level of commitment is to really think about your why. What is your personal reason for wanting to reach fluency? For me, I just made a determination that I was just going to, this was a goal. I was hard-headed. I was like, I'm just going to do this. I don't care what obstacles come. I don't care what people say. I don't care if I screw it up a hundred times. I'm just going to do it. This is what I'm doing. So you just kind of have to claim it. Like, look, 2022 is going to be my year. If you don't, trust me, it's so easy for other things to get in the way. So easy. So you just have to make that commitment um, and that will help you stay consistent throughout the year. Uh, Brittany is one of our, she was one of our founding members, actually. She maintained at the time, and this has been a little while since then, so who knows right now, we're probably in the thousands. 
she maintained a 549-day consistency streak. And what that looked like for her was she said, okay, every day I'm going to do something in Spanish. So if I'm going to start with one of my courses, she had our Learn Spanish with Music course at the beginning. She was like, okay, every day I'm going to do some of that, even if it's just a few minutes. And she started having conversations in Spanish. And it really just became something that was addictive. She did want to break the streak. So she would do something every single day. And that picture there is actually she had won a trip uh, in the before times. We used to do a lot more travel with our group. Uh, and she actually won a trip to Puerto Rico. That's her with her friend uh, in Puerto Rico at El Morro. You can kind of see the fort in the background. Uh, and she's had a great time. She was in Puerto Rico talking to people, hanging out, having a wonderful time. But it started with her being consistent. So I really love her story because it was just one of those things where when you start to kind of make that progress, you don't want to break the chain. And the last thing is community. If you don't have a community around you, it's going to be very difficult to get fluent. Like I mentioned before, if you really want to be consistent, having that support, if you're that loner, right? And even if you're an introvert, you know, and I, I know people think, that, oh gosh, but I don't want to talk to people all the time. It is hard, Right. Uh, but a lot of times, if you're an introvert, you're probably better with small groups and more one on one interactions, even though those can still be draining. Right. Um, it's like, oh, my gosh, is that, is that a 20 minute conversation or even just because it's in a different language. Right. Your brain needs a break. But like without that connection, without that community, it's going to be difficult for you to, to get to where you want to go because it's so easy for other things to get in the way. So find a group of other committed language learners to keep you motivated, not just other Spanish speakers. So when I say community, I don't mean a Latino community because those people already speak Spanish. And if they're bilingual, even worse for you, because guess what? You guys are probably going to start speaking Spanglish or if you forget a word in Spanish, they'll tell you in English and you'll keep it moving and you'll feel like you yeah, had a conversation. And that's great. That's fun if you have friends like that to talk to. But for learning language, you need people that are in the trenches with you. Someone else who is also learning Spanish, who will understand when you call them and say, oh, my gosh. I'm studying it. It makes no sense. How come if I say, uh, creo que I don't have to use subjunctive, but if I say, uh, quiero que I do like whatever, like little random thing, your native Spanish speaking friends don't even understand what you're talking about <laughs> because one, they're just like, that's just the way we talk. They're not going to have an explanation for you. They're not going to be like, Oh yeah, I get it. And the best thing I do is like, Oh yeah, I get it. Cause I learned English and that was kind of hard, but it's not the same. You really do need to be around other Spanish learners because they will keep you going. They might even give you some tricks of things that they did to help them get over it because learning from other people who learn the language so much easier than native speakers, because as native speakers, look, as a native speaker of English, if someone comes to me and says, why do you say this morning instead of today morning? And I, and I like, because that's how we say it. It's this morning. It's the morning of today but we don't say the morning of today because that just doesn't sound right and it makes no sense. I can't give you like a good grammatical explanation, right? Um, and most native speakers of Spanish are the same way. It's like, but why is it this and not that? Because that's how it is. So again, having that community of other language learners is really, really important to help you stay consistent because it'll kind of keep you from getting frustrated with not getting the answers that you need or having people that understand you. Okay, so these are the five C's of consistency. Clarity, having regular conversations, so having a clear goal, having regular conversations, connection, your personal connection with the language, committing to reaching your goal, and having a community around you to keep you supported and keep you moving, okay? So if out of all of these, what is the one thing that you feel like that you're, you might be lacking or that you really want to work on 
for 2022. Now, again, you need all of them, but some of you might feel like, okay, well, I kind of have, you know, I've got some, uh, I've got my commitment, right? I want to do it, but maybe I need to have more conversation or maybe I really need to figure out what is my personal connection. So which one is it for you? Which one of these five C's do you want to work on in 2022? What do you, what do you really need to put the most emphasis on? I hope you enjoyed that excerpt from our workshop, The Five Simple Steps to Conversational Fluency. As promised, if you unfortunately did not get to attend our workshop live, I'm giving you the opportunity now to check out the replay. Now you'll be able to watch the full workshop only through this Sunday. That's Sunday, January 30th, 2022. So if you're listening to this after January, like I said at the beginning, Lo siento, pero. <laughs> but if you are uh, listening to this uh, in January, you still have an opportunity to catch the full presentation. And we're opening this up absolutely free uh, this week only. The five simple steps of conversational fluency. By the end of this workshop, you will have absolutely everything you need to set an effective goal to reach conversational fluency in 2022. To get access to the replay right now, go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash Fluency2022. Again, that's SpanishConSalsa.com slash Fluency2022. So make sure you take the time to check that out before the replay comes down this Sunday. Uh, so I hope again that you enjoyed this episode, that you will check out the workshop, and as always, that something you heard in this episode of the podcast has helped you go at least one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. 